Hey everybody, welcome back to today's episode where we are talking all about multi-age classrooms in your micro school, homeschool hybrid, and in your home school. What is it like to have different students of different ages come together? How do we separate and what are the benefits of a multi-age classroom? Here we go. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Now, in traditional settings, we all know that majority of times students are grouped with their grade level. Second grade's in second grade classroom, learning second grade curriculum, third grade all the way up until senior year and doesn't even start getting multi-age until, well, typically, I mean, honestly, in high school, you can get some multi-age going on. And in college, you definitely have some multi-age going on. But typically in the elementary age, all the way through middle school, sometimes middle school as well, multi-age. But here's the thing. When we're talking foundationally, we are talking about students traditionally getting education based on their age with their peers at their grade level. Well, when you create a micro school, homeschool hybrid, or have a homeschool, you are going to see students of varying ages for a very wide range of reasons. Number one, sometimes we put students together based on multi-age because we don't have enough for one class size. So for an example, whenever we first started our micro school out of my living room, I only had three kindergartners. I couldn't hire a teacher for that. I only had three third graders, wasn't able to hire a teacher for that. And I only had two middle schoolers, wasn't able to hire a teacher for that. But it wasn't even only about the logistical part. It was also that I was doing it on my own and I knew that there would be beauty in younger students and older students being combined for social emotional reasons, for being able to teach and learn from one another as well. So Sometimes it's based on logistically, you don't have anyone else to help you. So you need to have a multi-age classroom and you can also find that multi-age classrooms are more ability grouped. So instead of a third grader learning with his or her third grade peers, that third grader can move up into a fifth or sixth grade classroom, maybe based on that subject and having a micro school or homeschool hybrid homeschool, you have the flexibility to really give a personalized learning path. So today I wanted to share with you my experience of multi-age classrooms and the benefits of a multi-age classroom. 
I also want to share with you how we've been able to do it. And I would say number one, to start off with that, how have we been able to create multi-age classrooms that have been effective in showing student progress and learning? And that is number one, we have a grouped with ability. Now I want to say that it's definitely not, in my opinion, emotionally or socially the best to put a sixth grader who is struggling with academically in reading with the first grader who's learning how to read. Obviously, that's not going to be the best case scenario. That would be an extreme circumstance. But in that situation, you're going to have to know your limits. So if you were to get an older student who did not know how to read and you were not able to teach them, okay, based on what you were giving majority of students within their age range, not just sixth graders, but you could have some fifth, some seventh graders, then you really have to do think back and reflect, do I have the capacity to do this? This child is reading and struggling and reading and is not going to be able to do any type of academics that are around his age range. Am I really going to be able to serve this child wholeheartedly what he or she needs? Now, if you're looking at a year or two, like for an example, we have some second and third graders who are advanced in majority of their learning in various subjects. They are receiving a fourth grade curriculum and they are receiving instruction with some fourth graders and some fifth graders in math. Now we also, and and reading, we also have some students who are in third grade and are struggling with reading. We have some first graders who are advanced in reading. So we pull a small group of those students together to receive instruction for about 30 minutes based on their phonics ability and their fluency ability. Now, with that being said, granted, it is difficult to do this by yourself. I, I'm going to be honest with it, with that statement. At first, whenever we start our micro school and I had eight kids at my house, third graders, kindergartners, seventh graders, I'm going to be honest with you. Even though I had been teaching for 15 years and have been instructional coach, I had seen a lot of different methodologies. It was still hard for me because the teacher in us goes, oh my gosh, I don't feel like he or she is getting what they need. And it's not what you want to, what you want to be feeling whenever you've just left a, a, a situation where you felt like kids weren't getting what they were getting. But I think it is in our nature to be perfectionist. And when you have a small group of students the bittersweet part is, is that you notice everything. You notice their strengths, you notice their weaknesses, and you want to hurry up and fill in the gaps. It's a beautiful thing, but you yourself have to be able to withstand that, that pressure that you're trying to put on to put on yourself. Same thing in your homeschool. So Some other logistical ways that we have made this work is we've provided our younger students with the instruction that they have needed first, while our older students who are more self-sufficient can get started on some of their activities without a teacher help. So then once we have taught a lesson to our younger students, he or she will then go and get on a, let's say reading eggs or math seeds for their reading or their math. They'll go to a computer and then next they'll have a little activity that they can work on with a buddy or a partner or and then maybe a a different center or station so to speak where they're working on items themselves independent work 
So as you're hearing me say this, you're hearing a lot of different ideas. You've heard me say how I structure our morning with teaching various age groups or our most neediest students first. You've heard me say to break them out into stations. You've heard me say to get our older students working on independent work. And then you've also heard me mention a computer program, all of which I'm not going to give you that method because it is going to be based on your program. It's going to be based on your strengths and your students' areas of needs. Now, now that we're on a larger scale here in our micro school, we have 36 students, all ranging from VPK to sixth grade. We do have multi-age classrooms, and that is our VPK through first grade has a teacher. Our second through fourth grade has a reading teacher and a math teacher that also has a flopped schedule with our sixth graders, our fifth and sixth graders in middle school. So we have two teachers, one for reading, one for math. One teaches math to the fifth and sixth graders. One teaches reading to the second through fourth graders. Now I will say the second through fourth graders, we have 16 kiddos in that class. And I do have two assistants who help run that class as well because of the multi-age dynamic here. Now, if it was all one grade level, I wouldn't need that 16 kids to a class, but multi-age students, that's where hiring assistance really comes in handy. So you've also heard me mention to you hiring, and I work with a lot of teachers and parents. I'm in our coaching program, helping them through how to hire, when to know to hire and how to keep the cost down low. So I've got definitely some really great ideas but I definitely say that if you feel as if teaching in a multi-age classroom, you are feeling like you need help, I think it is absolutely worth being able to find the resources to receive help. And there is a dynamic variety of ways that we can do that with pay and without and at a reasonable price. Now, I also want to mention that with multi-age classrooms, it is important to be able to know your students. So pre-assessments and progress monitoring is absolutely ideal, especially if you're delivering, if it's your responsibility to deliver the academic instruction. Now on our enrichment days, on Thursdays and Fridays, when we're doing botany and anatomy and gardening and learning about Europe, we're doing treasure hunters, we're doing baking, cooking. We have multi-age classrooms without a doubt. Without a doubt, they are all sprinkled in VPK all the way up to sixth grade. And the students love it. The younger students and the older students, they absolutely love being all together. We have found that whenever we do separate, there's still this longing and the itch for kids to still be together as a community. So even our second and fourth graders had a different playtime outside than our sixth graders. And they protested that they all got to play together. So of course we made that happen. Now, our VPK and our kindergarten first graders, they have their own separate playtime, but as a community, we also all eat lunch together as well. So we start our day off playing outside together. We have our morning meeting together as a school. We have our lunch together as a school, and then some pockets of students have out, outdoor time together. And then Thursdays and Fridays enrichment activities definitely have multi-age, but we're talking today mainly about academics. All right, the academic portion. And even with second through fourth graders, like I said, I do have two 
additional assistants, one of which is my reading teacher sister that comes in. She's a college student. And the other one is my mother-in-law. She's here as well. So they pull small reading groups. So let's say our reading teacher is teaching third grade English. Then the other two assistants are pulling another group of students to give them their English lesson. But those students will rotate around to a teacher throughout the day and throughout the weeks. And so we do that same process through our book studies, through our spelling, through our vocabulary. And I will say social studies is done all together. Now, when I say all of this to you, remember, you are going to have to embrace a different mindset. You will make tons of charts. You will make tons of pocket charts and with index cards and with students' names and you are piecing them together and you're grouping them together by ability and then you're thinking about their personalities and then you're thinking about where they're going to go first and who needs the most help. Four years later, I can tell you that is the biggest project. It is the biggest project, but let me tell you, it yields the greatest return. So when it comes to multi-age, I'm telling you, it is worth planning and putting groups together. And when the plan doesn't work, you make another plan. It is the right way to do it. And it does take time. It does take effort, but it yields the greatest results. The benefits of a multi-age classroom are just exceptional. There is so much individualized learning that takes place. It allows for more personalized instruction instead of saying, okay, a student's in fourth grade and he or she is writing at a second grade level. Well, that student is going to receive instruction based on their level and we are working towards building that child up. The teachers can really tailor their teaching methods to the unique needs and abilities of each student. It's differentiated instruction at its core, my friends. Then the second benefit is the social and emotional development. Interacting with peers of different ages ages fosters social and emotional growth. And I would have never realized, honestly, never knew how deep of an impact it's made on our students. Younger students are learning from the older ones, while older students can develop empathy. That has been the greatest, most beautiful gift that we've seen is our older students having empathy and leadership skills helping younger students. This mix truly encourages a sense of the community and the collaboration piece. We've also saw tremendous amounts of reduced competition. Think about it, in a single grade classroom, there is some intense competition among students to outperform one another. But in a multi-age classroom, the focus often shifts from competition to collaboration to cooperative learning, and they're more likely to help each other succeed rather than compete against each other. I have seen all of this unfold, my friends, all of it. Not only have I seen it myself, go and research what I'm telling you. Go and research the benefits of a multi-age classroom. There's also the continuous progress because just like that with the individualized, individualized instruction, students can progress at their own pace. They're not held back by the rigid grade level curriculum, nor are they rushed to keep up with more advanced students. So it really does reduce academic stress and it does promote a love for learning. Then, of course, there's a long-term relationships because students in multi-age classrooms have the opportunity to form longer 
relationships with both their peers and their teachers. I've had students, this is going on year four, where they've been at my school for four years, but I also have added more people to help as well. So of course, I know these students more than I would have ever known a student in my class for one year, right? Or even if I had a classroom where I only taught reading and I only had those students for two hours out of that year, a day. Think about the relationships that provide stability and support that are so beneficial for children who face frequent transitions and in a traditional grade level classroom. There's so much increased teacher flexibility as well because you're able to adapt your teaching methods and your materials to suit the development stages of the students. Guys, this is differentiated instruction on steroids. It's like what you learned in college and then you got into a class and you're like, oh my gosh, you got to stick with this curriculum. And of course, in a multi-age classroom, there's real world preparedness. I mean, think about it. In the real world, people often have to work with individuals of different ages and backgrounds. That's what multi-age classrooms mirror. They mirror the diversity and they help prepare students for future workplaces and social environments. Then, of course, there's the enhanced problem-solving skills where they get to work with peers of different ages that encourage the students to think critically, to communicate effectively. We also have them solving problems collaboratively. These skills are truly valuable for life beyond the classroom. And truth be told, multi-age classrooms are so family-friendly. They are so much more accommodating for families with multiple children as siblings may be in the same classroom. We have had this almost every year, except my first year. And it's been a real treat and joy to see siblings working together and the parents love it. These are parents who have never had this experience in traditional public or private school. And these are parents who have been either homeschooled. Let's say if a parent had never been homeschooling, they always send their children to traditional public or private school. They love the fact that their kids are together. Plus, you have parents who have been homeschooling where their children are used to being together. So if you have a homeschool hybrid program, these families are really like, I want my kids to stay together. This is very, very sweet. We have a family that has a brother and sister. They've been homeschooled their whole life. They're in third and fourth grade. And they also have a kindergarten sister. Well, the kindergarten sister was going to, actually, she's not even kindergarten. She's in VPK. Sorry, VPK. So the third and fourth graders, been homeschooled, come to our school. The sister who's in VPK goes to a separate VPK somewhere else. The sister would cry every day because she missed her siblings so badly. So guess what? Now we have all three of them here at our school. So precious, so incredibly meaningful for these families. So yes, while multi-age classrooms offer several advantages, they also require very skilled and adaptable teachers. And I'm not saying that I was skilled at this. I was skilled at differentiating, but I was not skilled with different ages and different personalities. And, you know, even if a five-year-old is reading at a second grade level, maturity-wise, they're not as mature. So I've had to really develop my skills in this area in this area, learning how to manage diverse learning needs while also creating a supportive environment. You know, not all students thrive in one single setting. So it is important for educators and parents to assess whether it is the right fit for each child's learning style and needs. 
But I can honestly tell you, in our experience, we have seen nothing but improved behavior in academics and in a classroom environment. There's so much more positive impacts that we have seen, not just myself, but all of the teachers all around and reduced behavior problems. So I believe that if you are looking for a change and a new challenge and a new exciting moment to be creative, I believe that having a multi-age classroom will literally not only change your life, but it will change your students. I'd love to hear more about your experience with the multi-age classroom. Make sure you head on over to our Facebook group, Teachers Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community. I look forward to connecting with you there. And also, if you find that these podcasts are helping you, please take 30 seconds and leave us a podcast review. We would feel so, so blessed and be able to take that feedback and continue to apply it for the rest of the podcast episodes. You can head on over to Apple, iTunes, you can go over to Spotify, leave us a review, give us some stars, and let us know how we're making an impact in your life. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way, because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.